welcome back. This is the Eccles Unlimited Podcast. I'm your host, Terrence Eccles, and today is the 42nd episode of the Eccles Unlimited Podcast. Uh, Thank you to everyone who's helped me get here. I'm going to continue to grow. I'm going to continue to get better to the point to where I'm not recording these uh, in my attic, and I'm actually able to record them in a studio, and I think this is going to grow into something great one day, so just speaking that into existence and uh shout out to episode number 42 the jackie robinson episode um i have a couple things i want to talk about today uh one being uh the nil uh which i am i can be impacted by and also uh the u.s and the u.s men's basketball team uh in their upcoming trip to Tokyo and the 2021 Olympic Games uh, it is in replacement of the 2020 Olympic Games that got uh, postponed to this year. Uh, so we're excited for that. And uh, they've been struggling a little bit. I'm going to give you three reasons why the U.S. will still win the gold despite their early struggles. So before I get into this episode, I would really like to take a minute to ask that you please, please support the podcast. Uh This is on YouTube and Apple Podcasts and Spotify and any place that you listen to, whatever you're listening to. Uh, I thank you for taking the time to listen to. I thank you time for watching the video or doing whatever you're doing to support. Uh, But I'd like to also ask that you please, it doesn't cost you any money. It doesn't cost much effort. Please just like this video. Please give the podcast five stars. Please subscribe to my YouTube. Please subscribe uh, to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on. It would really, really help me grow this into the podcast that I know it's going to be one day. Uh, So I would just like to ask uh, that you please do that because now with the segue into my next topic, uh, which is the NIL, the name, image, and likeness. uh, Student athletes in the NCAA who compete in the NCAA are now able to profit off of their name image and likeness this is something that i thought would never happen especially not only in my lifetime but during my college career i never would have expected that this would happen while i'm still in school Uh, so this is definitely really cool i'm definitely super excited about it an athlete of my uh, stature won't be seeing very many you know deals but i'm just super glad uh, for Everyone who puts in the effort and puts in the hard work and deserves the social media following or whatever uh, they get uh, to the point to where brands, companies and different places can reach out to them and and they can work out deals. And and I'm super glad that, you know, student athletes are now able to do that. That's something that has been on my mind since I was a young kid learning about college athletics. I'm like, man, these guys are working so hard and, and they're not able to profit off of, you know, something like a video game per se. Uh, you know, that would have been something that would have been great uh, for students to be able to have proper profited off, especially in the past 20 years where video games have just grown exponentially. So super glad about that. Super happy about that. And um, the first thing I did, uh, you know, me being a student athlete still currently, uh, was monetized this podcast. So uh, I'm super happy to be able to, you know, make some money off of having this podcast and this platform. Not going to be much, I understand, uh, because of just because of where my following is at. But and if you'd like to support the podcast financially, I have included a link uh, to my anchor page, uh, which is where you can become a monthly supporter or you can become a one time supporter. It doesn't matter. 
Uh, it's just a link uh, that you just tap on either on my YouTube page, like uh, for my channel, my channel page, or you can just go t directly to the thing. It's at anchor.fm backslash T-E-R-R-E-N-C-E -E dash E-C-H-O-L-S. That's uh, where you'll be able to get to my site. And, you know, I'm not asking anybody to do that. You know, it's if it's something you feel compelled to do, if it's something that you want to do, if you enjoy the content that I put out, uh, please, I would greatly appreciate it. So uh, and thank you in advance for anyone who decides to do that. Enough about me, enough about the NIL. The main reason why I wanted to talk today is because of the upcoming Tokyo Olympics. Uh, the Team USA men's basketball, it's going to be the first Olympics coached by Greg Popovich after Mike Krzyzewski coached the past three in 2008, 2012, and 2016. Uh, so it'll be the first time Greg Popovich gets a shot at it. You know, their last showing in the 2019 uh, FIBA World Cup was not great. Uh, Team USA finishing in seventh place. Uh, it's a tough it's a tough thing to be an Olympic coach because especially in the U.S., where a lot of countries, their most talented basketball players are their most talented basketball players. And like they will play together until, you know, they're in their 40s. You know, they'll they'll grow up and they'll play they'll play on the U-17s, U-18s, U-19s. And then they'll play on the under 21s and then they'll go on to the senior team together. And, you know, once they do that, they they've already built on what they've already built a relationship. They've already built chemistry. Uh, they've already built a dynamic between them uh, to the point to where they're, they're a pretty strong group. You know, if you ask like a Ricky Rubio and a Marcus Gasol and uh, Rudy Fernandez, if they are comfortable playing with each other, even though they played on all different NBA teams, uh, they're probably extremely uh, comfortable playing with each other because they've been playing since they were 16, 17 years old. You know, if you ask Jason Tatum and Kevin Love how uh, comfortable they are playing together, they haven't had the same experience. They haven't been playing together uh, since they were young. You know, Jason Tatum growing up in St. Louis, Kevin Love growing up in Oregon, California, Northern California area in the Pacific Northwest. You know, they didn't get, grow up near each other. They didn't go to the same schools. They haven't played on the same, same NBA team, and they weren't the same age, so they didn't play on the same FIBA teams growing up. So it's a bit of a mix, mixed bag in the U.S., especially considering the talent that's in the U.S. You know, with when, when you have so much talent, you know, it's going to be different guys every year because I, I'm sure Team USA would drop whoever on the team, whoever they want on the team, if LeBron James or Steph Curry – or Kawhi Leonard says, hey, I want to play this year. It, it, and they're going to cut someone else who may have had a spot but and allow them to play. Whereas like some of the big stars in the other countries, like say Giannis Antetokounmpo, for example, if I'm sure if he wasn't making this finals run right now, uh, he'd be playing for Greece this year. Uh, Jokic in Serbia, Doncic in Slovenia, like the big stars in the NBA that play for a different country, they're going to take pride. They're going to represent their country. Andrew Wiggins in Canada, like a lot of the big stars are going to want to take pride in being from a country that isn't known for being the best in the world. You know, Team USA is the best in the world. And, and, and I don't take that lightly at all. 
Uh, so it's going to be a difficult transition from Popovich over, uh, or it's going to be a different transition from the Krzyzewski run where he was getting guys like LeBron and KD and James Harden and, and Steph and all those guys to play uh, versus now where Pop's having a tough time to get the stars to play. He's got KD, but LeBron, Steph, Kawhi, like all the big American stars, just none of them really want to play or they can't play because they get hurt. And uh, I'm sure this NBA season does not have a positive effect on it at all. So let's get into my reasons why, despite all that's going on, the U.S. will still win this tournament. So they so my number one reason um, for why they are going to win the, the Olympic tournament and the, they're going to win the gold medal is because they have a good mixed bag of players. You know, they have st- scorers uh, such as Damian Lillard and Kevin Durant. They did have Bradley Beal, but he had to drop uh, because he's in health and safety COVID protocols. Uh, so that's a, an unfortunate loss for them because he's, you, we all know he's an amazing scorer, despite the fact that he had two points versus Nigeria in their loss against uh, against them a week ago. Uh, but we all know how lethal of a scorer Bradley Beal is and how he's been at the top of the NBA for the past few years in that. But you also have guys who can, you know, step back and play a role. And I think those are going to be the most important guys in this run. You know, people are saying stack this, stack the team with stars, bring as much stars as you want on the, on there. And that could be good in a way. You know, you could you of course, we want the LeBrons, the Kawhis, the Stephs, all the main guys in the NBA to play. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately, I think when you don't get those super mega stars, it's better to have guys that are going to complement each other and guys who are going to assume roles and take on roles. Guys like the Draymond Greens and the Bam Adebayos and the Drew Holiday. Guys who are going to play hard on defense while they can also give you a little something on offense. You know, I'm not too sure about Draymond anymore, but, you know, him offensively in terms of running an offense uh, getting hitting cutters, finding open guys, getting guys into position to play. I think Draymond's as good as anyone in the NBA at doing that. So I, I definitely think he's going to be valuable on both ends of the floor, just like uh, Chris Middleton, just like a Drew Holiday, just like a Bam Adebayo. So w- before we take time to disregard them as players, just because they're not Russell Westbrook or Stephen Curry, like give them a break. They are on the team for a reason. There are people much smarter than you picking the guys for the Team USA roster. So, I mean, I don't understand why people get so upset why Kevin Love makes the USA team originally when Kevin Love, it alongside KD, is the only other person left from the team that won it back in 2012. And that was one of the most dominant performances in USA basketball history we've ever seen in the team that played in 2012. So... Give him a break. Uh, I'm sure whoever is making those decisions, whether it's Colangelo, the guy who runs USA Basketball, whether it's Popovich or whether it's, you know, I'm sure Adam Silver even probably has a has a say in who who gets to play and stuff like that. Like who the guys making the decisions are the guys making decisions for a reason. You know, we have to trust in that and we have to, you know, understand that USA is the king when it comes to international basketball and just because they finished seventh in their last tournament does not mean that much is going to change and and they're going to stay towards the top you know other countries are bringing in more and more talented players i get that 
But that just doesn't, that means that instead of the USA winning by 60 and 50, games might get a little closer. There'll be a little bit more parity. We've already seen them lose to Australia and Nigeria. Like, it's just gonna, that's just the way it is. But at the end of the day, the bag of players that they have, the pool of players that they have, is what's going to make the difference when it comes time uh, for them to win. When it becomes winning time, we're going to get the ball to guys like Kevin Durant, guys like Jason Tatum, Damian Lillard, guys who have shown that they can be clutch, who have shown uh, that they can be trusted in, in serious situations, and they're going to bring home the gold medal for this country. So the next reason uh, why the U.S. men's basketball team, men's national team, is going to win the 2021 Olympics for basketball is because they're motivated to win. You know, at this point, they've heard everything that people people have been saying about them. They they know that they finished seventh in the last tournament. They know that they lost to Nigeria. They know that they lost to Australia. They know that, you know, people are questioning guys on the team such as Keldon Johnson and JaVale McGee and guys who have just gotten picked up and guys who have, you know, gone into protocols. And, you know, it's just been crazy. It's been a crazy past couple of weeks uh, in USA basketball. And it's been a crazy past few months or it's been a crazy past year and a half in the NBA, you know. So it's it's been it's been nothing that no one. No one has been able to predict anything that's been happening. Uh, no one has been able to predict, you know, all the stuff that these guys have had to go through. So before, you know, you get on Twitter, or you get on, you hop on Instagram, hop in a comment section, or before you write that tweet or come on uh, Twitch or whatever platform you're on and you're talking and you're, and you're talking about them in a negative way. Think about the circumstances that they've had to deal with over this past year and a half. It has not been easy to be a professional basketball player. It has never been easy to be a professional basketball player, especially when you have to face scrutiny uh, for, you know, trying to represent your country and being selected to represent your country. You know, you once you make it to the top of the league in terms of players, like quality of players, it's hard to even, you know, get selected for that. Like we saw Trey Young on Twitter last night saying, uh, tweeting the Isaiah Thomas, oh, uh, I met the criteria to be selected. However, I was not like Isaiah Thomas was one of the best players at the time in 1992. He had won two championships and was arguably the best point guard in the league, but they didn't pick him. They didn't select him for the team for one reason or another. It was not the proper pick you know if they're picking strictly off the stars in the nba isaiah thomas would have gotten picked way before a guy like christian leitner it's like christian leitner felt he, he was the young guy he was the star in college he, he's a guy who's able to be in a program and, and roll with the big dogs and, and and understand and take a coach's teaching and and the guys making the decision at the time for USA basketball were like, let's take him instead of taking another star who might mess up our chemistry. They knew Christian Leitner wasn't going to affect the team's chemistry in a negative way. They knew he would buy into his role and that he would play his role and that he would contribute in a positive manner. It's not always about getting the stars. But yeah, no, like it, going back to my second point, it's like when Spain won in 2019, that stung. You know, because Spain has always been there. They've always been there in the gold medal games versus the U.S. 
Uh, they've always been there at the top of the rankings in the FIBA rankings. And now, and then in this past tournament in 2019 in the FIBA World Cup, they finally broke free, broke through, and won a gold medal. And you know, I I think the U.S. saw that and they're like, oh, Spain, okay, they, they they're getting, they're getting. They know they know they're good. You know they're starting to get get a big head. Not exactly like in terms of Ricky Rubio coming out here saying I'm the king of the world. Like no one's no no one's watching him do that. Nor would he ever even think of doing that. Deep down, Ricky Rubio knows he's the last guy to get a gold medal. Marcus All knows he's the last guy to get a gold medal. You know I don't know if any of those guys are playing this year. Uh, but those Spain guys, uh, Spain has the second best professional league in the world for a reason. It's because they play some of the best basketball in the world there and they have some of the best basketball players in the world there as well uh, so it's definitely important for us to realize that there are teams that are going to be gunning you know Luka Doncic is a top 10 NBA player in in the league right now uh, he's taken he, he's bringing Slovenia to their first Olympic Games you know you got the Drogic brothers on that team uh, you got guys, you know, like Mike Toby, who played at a high Division One level at Virginia. Like Slovenia is no no slouch. So you know we can't you can't take teams like that for granted. You can't take a win like that for granted. So it's going to be a struggle. It's going to be hard. But I believe that the guys on Team USA this year are motivated. You know, go, coming off of the Nigeria loss, coming off of the. Australia loss and from people coming out and saying that they don't deserve their spot. So guy like guys are going to get, you know, they're, they're going to get a little, a, a little motivated, a little extra motivated right there. So I'm looking forward to watching them take advantage of that motivation, use it in a positive manner and, and bring home this gold medal that we all know at the end of the, at the end of the day, you, the U.S. is going to win the gold medal. I mean, I don't see any other situation happening. People are losing their minds, in my opinion. It's like, no, U.S. is going to handle it. They're going to take it to every team that they play. You know, it's going to be a lot closer this year uh, because just te- other countries have become more talented. Um, but let me get into my last point, and that is that History is on the t- the side of the U.S. and the U.S. is still, you know, no matter what, no matter how you look at the rosters, no matter how you cut it or anything, the U.S. is still the best team in the world, talent-wise. If you if we're looking at this roster, up and down, we got guys that are stars in the NBA, KD, Damian Lillard, guys who are role player stars. In the NBA, like role-playing stars in the NBA, Bam Adebayo, Draymond Green. And we got guys who are rising stars in the NBA as well. And in guys such as Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, and Zach Levine. And then and then you got the vets. You got the guys like Drew Holiday, who's been an NBA vet, but it's going to be his first USA basketball experience. Or not his first Olympic experience, I'll say. Chris Middleton, it's going to be his first Olympic experience, but he's a vet in the NBA. He's played eight years in Milwaukee. He's 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 gotten pretty good. You know, he's he's probably the reason why the Bucks have tied this series in the NBA Finals on the date that I'm recording this. It's about 3.45 on Saturday, June 17th. So they're about to play tonight. So we'll see how Chris Middleton shows up tonight. 
Um, and then you also have JaVale McGee now. JaVale McGee is a rim protector. He's a role player. He plays really hard. He's a champion. Do not disrespect this man. Do not try to come at this man and say he doesn't deserve it. He's a fool. He's a goofball. He's exactly what Team USA needed. Team USA needed a rim protector, so they reached out to one of the best guys in the world at doing that. You know, in my opinion, if Jared if Jared Allen from uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, if he was healthy, I would have picked him. But, I mean, that's just me. He probably wasn't, or he probably had something going on. Like, I don't know. I don't know what his situation is, but or say a Miles Turner, but I think he might be hurt. Um, so, I mean, they got JaVale McGee. Let's see what he does. You know, I think he's going to do a fine job. Uh, Team USA always needs that rim protector. They always need that, that guy in the middle that can go and get rebounds and protect the post and all that type of stuff. Uh, you know, he might, he's probably not going to score, but he'll play that Tyson Chandler role from 2012. That was so important, uh, in getting that dominant gold medal win. But if we look at the history of the situation, let's look at the history of the situation. The U S has meddled in every Olympics since 1948. The only Olympics where they have not meddled was in the 1980 Olympics, but that's because the country, the entire country sat out of the Olympics uh, because they were in Moscow, you know, Cold War, uh, you know, you history buffs out there probably know the situation better than I do. I won't get into that, but that was the last time that Team USA did not medal in an Olympic Games. If that's not proof in in and that and if that doesn't prove to everyone else that the history of this country in this sport is very rich is very strong and is very proud then i i don't know i don't know what else to say when you play for team usa in the olympics you expect to win a gold medal that's the expectation and we are and we're out here before they even start playing in the games before the games even start um you know, just based off their exhibitions and who's playing on the team, we're questioning that. We're questioning one of the best coaches in the history of the NBA, Greg Popovich. Five championships. If anybody knows how to set a culture and to strategically plan and how to manage a group of very talented individuals, it's Greg Popovich. Let's stop questioning him just because of, you know, recent struggles and stuff like that. Let's stop questioning him because of that. He's built he's built the resume and he's built the reputation that doesn't deserve any type of questioning. It's Greg Popovich. Arguably the greatest of all time. Him, Phil Jackson, Mike Shashesky. It doesn't matter who you who you think is the greatest American basketball coach of all time. He's up there. He's in the top five at least. So based on the history that we have and based on the talent that we have, we can assume that the Team USA men's basketball team is going to win the gold medal. I'm tired of seeing... People talk negative about this team, talk negative about the players. In in my personal opinion, why do we feel the need to 
And I talked about this in my Stephen A podcast. Why do we feel the need to bring out all of the negative stuff about these guys about to travel halfway across the world and compete in a once in a lifetime opportunity? And we're going to question that. We're going to question having Keldon Johnson on the team, the only guy who has experience playing for Popovich in the NBA. Like, we're going to question him being put on the team. We're going to question the people that made the decisions that that he he should play over you know some of the other guys that I would have selected I would have probably picked you know maybe Trey Young Jimmy Butler if if uh if Kyrie's ankle was feeling right I would have called him uh, but you know they decide to go with Keldon Johnson great let's support Keldon Johnson and give him as much love and as we can but no no we're we're out here the the mainstream media guys are saying oh. Keldon Johnson, he doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve it. He's be, he's he's a role player in the NBA, blah, blah, blah. <sighs> Why can't we just appreciate the fact that we have the most talent in the world? So, I mean, the fact that any other country would be lucky to have a player of Keldon Johnson's capabilities. But because he plays here in the U.S., and he's from the U.S., we have to question it. We have to say, oh, no, we don't want him, boo. Ah. You know, you don't know what he's going to bring to the table. You haven't seen him yet uh, play in this environment. So I don't want to hear, like, and and I'd, I hate to make demands on people, but I'm not really trying to hear all of the negative talk about upcoming Olympic team. Like, it's not, it's, it doesn't warrant that type of negative response uh, to this because, the guys are going to do great. Uh, we're going to speak it into existence that they're going to do a fantastic job. We're going to speak it into existence that it's going to be the most entertaining and amazing Olympics we've ever seen. And we're going to speak it into existence that everyone's going to stay healthy. Everyone's going to stay strong. Everyone's going to stay smart over there. Everyone's going to stay. And most importantly, everyone is going to stay covid free. I made this podcast because I'm a huge basketball fan. I'm a huge fan of all things sports, but most specifically basketball, because since I am currently a basketball player over at Marist College, uh, but I mostly, I, another reason why I made this podcast is because I wanted the opportunity to come on here and to tell stories and to talk about things and, and to bring up important discussions and be able to put things, spin things in a positive light. People don't spend enough time being positive anymore. It's one thing that I really want to try to push and, and really want to try to influence other people to do. Spend more time being positive. Spend more time being great. That's so important to me. And that's so. And I feel like that should be so important to everyone else who's listening to the sound of my voice right now. Just spend more time being positive. It doesn't, it, trust me, it doesn't cost anything. It, it, it'll make you feel better. It'll make your friends feel better, your family feel better. Just spend more time being positive, man. If I can leave you with anything, it would be that. So on that note, I'd like to leave you guys with stay positive, uh, stay strong, stay smart, and stay healthy, especially COVID free. Um, and, you know, thank you for listening. If you if you listen this far, you know, I'm super grateful for that. I'm super, super thankful to you. Uh, please don't forget on your way out. Please leave a like. Please uh, subscribe to my YouTube. Subscribe on the audio platforms. 
um, and just support me in any way you can. You know, I'd really appreciate it and I'd be super grateful for it. Uh, I can't thank you enough for listening and I hope you have a great day.